Hey everyone, welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. This is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back with another weekly astrology update. It is Tuesday, February 6th. How the heck did we get already into the second week into February? I feel like I say this every year, and maybe I'm just in like the busiest time of my life, but damn, every year is going faster. I'm like, before I know it, I'm kind of booked out like the end of February is already here. And then we're into March. I don't know what is happening, but time can definitely slow down. Or I think one of the ways that we can maybe slow time down is just slow down our lives. But I know for most people, life is not slowing down. We're just getting busier and busier. So that's a whole other subject that I could talk about. But let's not talk about that. So right now, let's say so things we're going to talk about on today's episode. Yesterday, we had some interesting energy with Mercury moving into Aquarius and conjuncting Pluto. This is now this is going to be a newer energy that I want to talk about. We're going to talk about that today because every planet now moving into Aquarius is going to be conjunct um, Pluto. So we had that yesterday conjunct Pluto. Um, Tuesday today, we have not too much energy, really. The moon moved into Capricorn. And then on Wednesday, uh, Venus will try in Uranus. So kind of loving that. Uh, Mars will sextile Neptune. Then on Friday, we got the new moon in Aquarius. It is happening the exact new moon when it's at the exact degree in Aquarius when the sun and the moon are together in Aquarius will be 559 p.m. East Coast time. Now, before the new moon gets that exact conjunction, it conjuncts with Pluto, and it's also going to square um, Uranus and Taurus. And then next week on the 13th, Tuesday the 13th, Mars moves into Aquarius. So we got Mars moving into Aquarius, and then it conjuncts Pluto. We're going to be feeling that early next Monday, and that's really going to be the theme of the week. I feel like the theme of this next two weeks and this moon cycle is going to be very... Uh, Pluto and Aquarius like which is going to be really interesting and kind of kicking off the flavor for the next 20 years so like I said this past Monday we had that really interesting energy with Pluto moving into Aquarius and my son Abram who just turned 10 has four major Aquarius placements in his first house and I can tell you just even yesterday um, when that had happened in conjunct Pluto in how that's that not natally he doesn't have that but now transity it's in his first house and yesterday he just couldn't stop teasing he wasn't listening and his brother who is totally squares him with all this tourist placements you know it was interesting to see kind of this dynamic play up especially in my Aquarius son this like this like very kind of Uranian like ooh I'm gonna be chaotic and I'm just gonna tease 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 and just be very disconnected from like conversations disconnected from someone saying to him like, hey, listen, hey, I don't like that. Hey, this. So that was really a little bit of the flavor yesterday, even just watching him interact. Um, now, like I said, this new energy. So well, pay attention for Aquarius season, okay? Because now Pluto is in Aquarius for the next 20 years. It ingressed into Aquarius. And it's going to be in those beginning of Aquarius for a few years, in those beginning degrees of Aquarius for a few years. So each Aquarius season now, every time that Venus moves in and Mars moves in and Mercury moves in and the sun moves into Aquarius, it is going to conjunct Pluto in the early degrees of Pluto in Aquarius. So 
pay attention over these next two weeks. Write a little notebook because that's going to get, especially for my Aquarius placements, that's going to give you an idea of how Aquarius season's kind of going to be over these next few years. It's going to be really interesting and similar. And for my Aquarius placements, there's going to be a little bit of a cycle there that each year you can revisit. Uh, so definitely pay attention to that. Now, just for instance, you know, as each planet enters and conjuncts Pluto, again, it's going to feel very similar to what we're going to be experiencing this week and what we even started to experience last week. Just like to give you an example, for the last few years, Aquarius, uh, sorry, for the last few years, Pluto was transiting out of Capricorn at the end of the degrees of Capricorn, at the end of the sign. So, you know, for those 18, 19 years, as in Capricorn, just, you know, a lot of things changed at the beginning. But then when it came to the end of the sign, all the planets for the last few years were hitting, conjuncting Pluto in Capricorn on at the very end of its transit and at the very end of Pluto's transit for the last few years. So within that, we found a lot of final endings, um, a lot of conquering shadows, finding your strength and power in kind of like that finite season. You know, the season finale over the last few years were kind of a theme. So if you just kind of so you guys can get the idea again, when the planets were conjuncting Pluto in Capricorn for the last few years, like I said, there was a lot of endings when Venus would conjunct a Capricorn. Even in the last couple of years, we had, you know, the Capricorn. Um, I'm sorry, we had the Venus retrograding in Capricorn, the sun in Capricorn, all those things that had a different tone than this is going to have. So now kind of Aquarius season, and it's the beginning of both this degrees. It's going to be the few cup. <laughs> the next couple years, like I said, it's going to be in that beginning degree in Aquarius. So all the planets now are going to have... Um, a new shift and a little bit of a new lighter energy. I think the last couple of years having Pluto in the late degrees of Capricorn kind of really brought out some really deep, deep things that weren't necessarily easy to process or, you know, it, we really felt them versus in this Aquarius air sign that is sort of very detached, you know, and even though it's the water bearer, there is these emotions. It kind of flows it really like flows detached within its emotions. If you know Aquarius placements, you know, they're all emotional in the moment and then they like detach, like nothing even happens. So though they still kind of hold on to it. So not, not as much as a Gemini now, again, so now with this new switching over to a new chapter, we will see new themes to Pluto um, in Aquarius season. So these are some of the themes that we can expect over these next couple of years, as well as this current next two weeks. So there's going to be sudden uh, deep desire to make a passionate change. Uh, and it will mostly feel like it's it's for a good cause or out of fairness. So you really kind of something just catches you and you're like, you know what? I need to make things right. I need to make a positive change. I need to make a positive shift. And it's going to have like a really strong, deep desire. Um, there can still be a deep desire, and especially in fairness. If you know Aquarius placements, they love fairness. They love rooting for the underdog. They love bringing balance, not the same way Libra does. They're, they want to bring balance of, like, the whole other spectrum, you know. So if, you know, 
let's say, for instance, I don't even want to bring up politics, but you know, there's one hard idea of politics that is very old school and very and needs changes, and it's not right and it's not okay. You'll find an Aquarius placement kind of be like, oh right, I'm going to power through. This is the new idea. This is the the new way. This is how you know we need to bring this back alive again. So again, in like we need to make things fair. You get what I'm saying? Libra is a little more fair in everything. This is sort of fair in things that are normally like underdog type of ideas. There can be outbursts with sudden stubborn energy and like kind of sudden stubborn in the emotions, but then it kind of blows off quickly. It kind of blows away faster, but not as fast. Like I said, Gemini, it can be like in the hours with Aquarius. It can a little bit be like that, but it can also go for like two days and then they're like back to whatever it was and back to normal. Again, finding and feeling your power for good though, for using it for good. I I really enjoying Pluto. I think that Pluto and Aquarius is going to be much lighter, even though, you know, there's going to be some scary technology things and stuff like that. I just think it's going to be an airier, lighter, um, kind of feel good than maybe Pluto and Capricorn a lot of the times. There's going to be heavy processing of detached emotions, emotions that we've been detached from. There's going to be a heavy processing with that. Um, A deep search for new ideas within us or, you know, to make the world a better place uh, or to make even your community a better place. You know, Aquarius can be very community-based usually a unique community or they're doing something uniquely in the community to bring it together, like a new out of the box idea. I always tell my son who has all the Aquarius placements, Abram, I'm like, your greatest strength is that you think outside the box. And he does. He thinks very much outside the box. And, and that's a great strength that we can take from Aquarius placements, especially, you know, now that we have Mercury in Aquarius. So any projects, any ideas, any things that you might not be too sure of, you can now take, um, I'm sorry, Alexa just set a little alarm off. You can now think outside the box. Um, there's going to be a deep search for just new ideas within us. The power of the underdog again. And that came to me twice, but I just feel like, again, there's no one that roots for the homeless more than Aquarius. There's no one who roots for people, you know, who life is not fair than Aquarius. Um, also a rise in chaos, you know, we do have, it's traditionally ruled by Uranus and then all these transits are going to be squaring Uranus and Taurus right now, its own, you know, its ruler. So there's could be just a rise in chaos in general. We're going to see it in the collective within ourselves. Sometimes it's chaos for a purpose and sometimes it's just aimless chaos, but either way, there's going to be a rise in chaos. So buckle up for that. And when Mercury conjunct Aquarius this, you know, yesterday, like I said, there was definitely a lot of chaos amongst even my own Aquarius placement. It's sort of just running around. And like I had said earlier, he his energy was just like a little bit chaotic and a little bit teasy and a little bit, um, you know, that's the Aquarius, that's Aquarius detachment a little bit. And with Mercury and Pluto kind of brought that out in a stronger way. And maybe some of you guys felt that in yourself yesterday or just like the desire to just be a little chaotic, be a little mischievous, be a little like, ooh, you know, some of that underlining mischievous energy when it conjunct Pluto kind of maybe came out of some of us. Now, 
at the end of the week, like I said, we got this new moon. The new moon is coming in. What time did I say? Oh, yeah, 5.59 p.m. East Coast time. But it first enters Aquarius at five, at 8.59 a.m. Eastern time on Thursday the 8th. So that really kind of begins the full moon energy um, that we start to feel. And when it first moves in there, that full moon, like I said, it conjuncts Pluto. So this is like the brand new new cycle of not only for Pluto, but this new moon and all of these like Aquarius placements that Aquarius transits that are going to be happening over this next couple of years. So the beginning of this new cycle will feel like a positive purging and and meaning like purging of stuck ideas, words, theories, kind of like that. Ah, I got that energy out of me by doing X, Y and Z. And now I need to do more of this X, Y, and Z and make this a habit because this purge feels so good. It's like a very positive purge. And it's a and it cannot, it's not just a purge of like something that purges and then it and then it goes away forever. Like that is definitely can be a little bit of a theme, but more so, like I said, like a purge of things that have been stuck inside of you that need to come out of you just to low and and again with ideas and thoughts and things that you are ready to conquer so i'm kind of excited about that and there also can be a little bit of a, a cathartic like purge of emotions like i said especially those detached emotions that you've been kind of ignoring that aquarius energy is easily ignored or maybe it's a new a new wound or some new family things that are coming up or some just new pain that you didn't even realize bothered you or you didn't even realize you were upset about. Um, but again, it's going to be very positive. It's going to be a positive feeling purge. That's why I said that. I think this the new moon will also be an energetic new moon, even though um, some of us might be a little tired, even though new moons, we usually feel pretty relaxed and calm. I think that this one's going to bring a little bit of extra energy. It's traditionally, again, ruled by... Uranus and then the moon will be squaring Uranus and Jupiter. So I think for some people who are naturally tired and have nothing, I feel like my earth signs, you're actually going to be getting way more energy and my fixed signs. And then I feel for like my air signs a little bit, Aquarius, you're going to be maybe a little more leveled and grounded. Uh, but the general energy, I think, will be a little wiry, a little bit wiry and a little bit like not sure how or where to place that wiry energy. Um, so a new beginning with mind, body, and soul from this purge. I'm excited about that, especially for my Aquarius placements, mind, body, and soul purge. Um, feeling like uh, you are doing something or starting something for a good cause, doing something for a right reason. Now, I know I said that in general for Pluto and Aquarius, but also especially for this new moon. You know, maybe you're starting with a charity or maybe you're starting to help someone in some way. Maybe you're tutoring, something that just feels good and you know you're doing it for the right reason. Um, jumping into a new cause. I guess I keep going back to this. I like wrote, but I think that's like a big theme. And again, it's kind of what I talked about. Pluto and Aquarius is really going to be coming up with this new moon. So again, jumping into a new cause theory or idea, a new thought process, a new like, actually, maybe I do believe in reincarnation now and don't necessarily believe in the traditional heaven. Something, you know, that's a very Aquarius type of thought process. So like really jumping into new ideas or theories or being open to that. Um Feeling a little emotional, wired, wanting to have outbursts, but 
you're going to almost feel good immediately. Like an outburst, like as you're crying, you're just feeling that purge. And you're like kind of happy that you're crying. You don't want to stop crying. Um, a surprise power shift, especially for my Aquarius placements. Feeling an urge to open your mind with a new and even like maybe weird or wild or eccentric avant-garde experience. Um, a strong sense of a new purpose. Um, something that is really going to give you a lot of drive. We can use this new moon to jumpstart any new action plan or, you know, any idea that we really want to do, especially for my fixed placements and my Aquarius placements. Like if you've been bouncing some ideas around, but lacking that action, this new moon should really bring some new action and you should be able to really write down what do you need to do? What are the next new steps within that? And then next week when Mars moves into Aquarius, and again, for my Aquarius placements and conjuncts your sun. And then in general, we're going to feel that drive to continue to do our action plan. We're going to have a lot of energy for that drive. We're going to have a lot of perseverance and a lot of forefront within that um, next week, like I said, when Mars moves into Aquarius. And so next week when Mars moves into Aquarius, like I said, now Mars is moving into Aquarius and conjuncting Pluto. Whereas last year, it moved into Capricorn at the very end and conjunct Pluto. So I'm probably last year. I got. I don't remember exactly when that was totally, but I guarantee you there were definitely some endings for this time last year for a lot of my Capricorn placements that, you know, were like permanent endings. So now Mars is entering Aquarius and there can definitely be a little more aggression uh, in the general energy, you know, but I feel like it's going to be more... We're going to see our shadows a little bit next week, the kind of shadowy feeling. But my Aquarius is it's going to be new shadows coming up that you guys are going to be seeing Saturday, Mercury in Aquarius on Saturday. So we're getting this theme squares Jupiter in Taurus. Um, I already know the first thing that came to my head is I got to text my kid's father because he has him that day and they're going to be fucking fighting. I can just tell you because both my other son has all has four major Taurus placements in his first house. My other son has all of them in Aquarius. And then we got Mercury in Aquarius squared uh, Jupiter in Taurus. So there's going to be, again, some blow-ups. And come, some blow-ups. Oh, God, I got to warn him and pray for him. But in general, blow-ups around control. You know, I could just look at these two, their energies, and I know how it flows when Jupiter, when Aquarius and uh, Taurus are up against each other. And there's a little <laughs> bit of that control or that desire for what they want in the moment. They want total control. And there's always this battle between the air and that detached feeling and the very grounded, secure. And I see it within my own kids and that own dynamic and that's really a big dynamic that plays through in Aquarius Taurus energy is again one is very light and doesn't take too much serious and it's hard to get them to like even sit down and have a conversation and or give you security and you know that's all that uh that Taurus is craving they want that security they want that grounded energy so like I had said I think two weeks ago with Aquarius it must have been maybe the full moon. I can't remember what I said, but oh yeah, the full moon and Leo is like both can borrow from each other. Both of those control fixed placements can learn, you know, Taurus can learn to be a little lighter and uh, Aquarius can learn to be a little bit more grounded within themselves. Um, so there will be this weekend after that new moon, Saturday will feel a little bit wonky. Um, so there can be a disagreement, you know, among theories or ideas. It's a deaf, stubborn energy. 
And again, you might just in your own way see how you need to ground yourself more or again, maybe just see how others grounded ways, you know, or the lack thereof isn't working for you, you know, or at least not in that moment. It doesn't mean forever, but it's just not working for you in that moment. Um, emotional outbursts that don't make any sense. That's for Saturday. And again, fighting for an idea or your wants, but with conviction and passion and just persevering through those things. Whew, that's a lot of Aquarius energy. I'm not kidding you. I was even thinking the other day, why do my kids, not only do my boys who have those major Taurus placements and major Aquarius placements that square each other, they have both their moons, Abram has a Libra moon and Remy has a Capricorn moon and their moons square each other. <laughs> So they are honestly, with that square, they're often in friction. And more so than your average Joe, your average boy, um, they have a lot of fun wrestling with each other. But 24-7, there's usually some sort of friction going on. Even when things are first fun, there's a little bit of friction. So we learn about astrology not only to better understand ourselves and gain awareness, but understand like, hey... How can we grow and shift and be adaptable? And that can be, or, or at least allow others to like, you know, be in the change with what others want. And both of those signs, Aquarius and Taurus, have a very hard time with that. They're not your mutable placements and they're your fixed placements. So what they want, they want. And what they know, they know. And it's hard to sometimes break beyond that. So when those things come, and if this energy to you is bringing you that very fixed idea, that very fixed thought, sit with it and ask yourself, am I holding on to this thought for too long? Am I being stubborn with this? Can I think and grow beyond this? Do I need to, you know, maybe be open to someone else's perspective? Do I need to be open to someone else's opinion? You know, do I take on others' perspectives openly? Those are going to be a lot of the the themes, the questions, the ideas uh, with these new with this new moon and kind of kicking off this new moon cycle with Pluto and Aquarius and finishing up the Aquarius season because then we go into Pisces season on um, what day is that? I guess it's the ninth. Yeah, it's the twentieth. Then we go. Oh yeah, then we go into Pisces season. So. I know, I am excited about that. Actually, I'm sorry, it's the 18th. Pisces season always throws me off because it's like the earliest of the year in the Zodiac. It goes in most of the time. The They go in around like the 20th, 21st, and it starts to get later throughout the year. And I always kind of forget that the uh, 18th, actually, at a, on East Coast time, 11.13 p.m., the sun will move into Pisces. So it kind of kicks off at the very end of the 18th, but mostly the 19th. Um, so let's get it together. Let's get a little more understanding. Let's get a little bit more open-minded and lead with conviction before we get into Pisces season. And then we all detach and slip away into dream world and don't want to do any work anymore. <laughs> let's finish out these next two weeks with lots of work and drive and strength and take in all those good open-minded things and thinking outside the box that, um, Aquarius brings. And that's one of the things I, in general, I really enjoy when Mercury enters Aquarius because I find it easier for us, again, to be a little bit more innovative, a little bit more ready for something new. Um, and again, thinking outside the box. 
And that could save us in a lot of ways. And and remember, Aquarius energy only likes to think outside the box with what it wants to think outside the box. If it doesn't want to do something, then it's not thinking outside the box. So maybe my Aquarius placements can get a little better with that if that shows up this week. Thank you guys again for listening, sharing, rating, reviewing, subscribing. That is the best way to support this podcast. I'm fully self-supporting. I don't ask for money, donations, nothing. All I ask, I love giving this information to you guys, is just to support me in that way. Um, Again, rate it, review it, send it to someone who you think would like, subscribe to it. That really helps me out. Thank you guys. Well, I've been going through a lot of craziness over these last couple weeks, being patient um, with when I drop these episodes and just, you know, all the wonderful feedback and the love and the support you guys continue to show me. I am so grateful. I'm serious. I'm so grateful. And I love you guys. I hope you have a beautiful new moon filled with lots of new ideas and theories and hopefully not too many emotional outbursts. (laughs) I love you all. Have an amazing day. Goodbye.